If you like what you're hearing on the Kirkwood Sports Podcast, you can actually hear more of us. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, or you can go ahead and check us out on SoundCloud at Kirkwood Sports Podcast. Enjoy it. Now joining us on the Kirkwood Sports phone line, it is actually a man who, get those guys, he was my former teacher at Carmel High School, my radio professor. He was also my former football coach, but my junior year in high school, he actually left to co-start this uh, kind of company that basically he's going to talk to us more about. It. It's called Tracking Football, looks at a lot of things. He's now the Chief Operations Officer, now joining us on the phone line, Brian Spillbeller. Uh, Spill, thanks so much for joining us. First of all, kind of explain to our listeners what is Tracking Football and what exactly do you guys do? So, appreciate uh, the invitation for, to the show and uh, and definitely great to catch back up with you, Griff. Um <laughs> Tracking Football is a company that is an NCAA-approved recruiting service. So um, basically in this space, uh, there are companies that serve colleges with insights on high school prospects, and, and we are one of them. And in order to actually work with NCAA football programs, you do need to go through an approval process, um, and we've done that, and, and we've been an approved service for three years now. And uh, the types of insights that we provide colleges on high school prospects is focused on objective athletic data. Um, Many companies that are in our space have existed for a while, and what they normally do is they will watch film, maybe go visit the high schools, get to know the programs and the prospects, and then and do more opinion-based write-ups. They'll they'll talk about you know their evaluation of that player, whereas what we do is we keep the opinions out of it. We've devised a way to aggregate athletic data um, of many types, primarily track and field data of football prospects, and we have a backlog um, of NFL and Division I football players that really goes back uh, to the 60s, and it's over 35,000 players large. And, And what we do is we say, okay, well, this kid currently who is in high school is this tall, he uh, weighs this much, he plays this position, he might uh, run the 100-meter dash this fast or, or have a, a certain distance on a shot put. And we actually have developed scores and algorithms that can tell colleges how good that performance data is in comparison to the backlog of college football players. Not to mention, I mean, how old is the company? It's two to three years old right now. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a company that really, uh, from an inception standpoint, from a thought process standpoint, is something that even as early as 2003, when I, when I first got into coaching and teaching at Franklin Central High School, I met the founder of the company, Mark Branstad, and we were freshman football coaches together at Franklin Central. We also ended up coaching track together and 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 back then 15 or so years ago we were trying to get football players to just come out for track and field and so we were baiting them with these posters that we would make that basically would feature nfl greats and it would say you know did you know that bo jackson you know ran this fast in the hundred or that uh you know mike singletary threw the shot put this far and it was just to try to educate high school kids on the benefits of being able to do both and then um, over the last 15 years, Mark especially had, had really developed that database of, of anecdotes of, of NFL and college football greats. And then um, when I was working at Carmel, um, as early as 2015, Mark approached me and said, hey, I, 
you remember that thing we used to do in 2003? Well, I've kind of done a lot with it, and I want to I want to make a company out of it. Can you help? And so for a, part, a part-time basis, I was helping um, while I was coaching and teaching. And then really, our, our actual company, as it stands today, was started about about three years ago is when we got our first client. And, I, you know, you mentioned your client base there at the end. I, you, you've started off with one client, like you said, a few years ago. Now you have clients from Big Ten, Pac, Big 12, SEC, Pac-12, ACC. You have uh, everyone from Illinois, Michigan, Arkansas. You even have the national champion Clemson as one of your clients. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know you work with these programs. I know you've been able to visit with these programs, talk to them about why your service is best for them. I just want to know, from your standpoint, what are these programs looking for in recruits today? I know yesterday was a big signing day. What are they looking for in some of the nation's top recruits? And maybe somebody who's a two- or three-star who might not be the nation's top prospect but might be able to grow into something else. Yeah, I mean, the the short answer is that they're looking at everything. And and it's a big puzzle that these recruiters and these evaluators have to have to piece together. And and our our role and our service and our data is 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 just a piece of that puzzle that they're trying to put together. But you know, cer- certainly colleges start um, with with getting information uh, from a real basic level. You know, who are the people across the country that that they you know are they or others think can play football at the next level? And then it just goes through this really long process where they're essentially narrowing down who ends up being the right fit. And it's everything from academic performance to personality to what does your high school coach say about you? Um, You know, obviously, you know, do they feel like after watching your film that you're a fit um, from a football playing standpoint, your athletic metrics. So there's just a lot of things that go into this evaluation and every school is a little bit different in terms of how they, how they piece it all together. Um, You know, I would say that, that, it's uh, we're in an information age, obviously, that that allows us to to get a, a lot of information um, very quickly. And um, it is certainly with social media, that's been a big impact in the recruiting process. Uh, they are monitoring kids um, actions, but more than that's how they're communicating with kids. They're building relationships. And the last thing I'll point out is it's not a one way street. And what's pretty uh, you know apparent to me is that high school prospects have they have leverage in, in this process. I mean, these, these colleges are not drafting these players. They're, they're recruiting them. They're trying to persuade them to come to their campus. And now with, uh, with, with prospects, they have the ability to, to choose what, what they feel like is the best fit and, and which coaches they've connected with and which, which institutions they think are going to be best for their future. So there's just a lot of, of relationship development going on, but, but in the end, you know, the kid has to be able to play football and he has to be able to meet athletic standards that, that these colleges care about. You know, I think, obviously, like we were saying, you work with a lot of programs, you see a lot of high school recruits. What would you say is right now in today's age, in today's age of college football, pro football, what is the biggest min- misconception when it comes to recruiting? Like, what would you say is the average Joe sports fan does not understand that is actually going on throughout the process that – we don't see in the paper every day. Well, I think there's lots of misconceptions. I mean, I, I think that, that, that to think that this is a perfect science would be a huge misconception. You know, it's wrought with error. It's wrought with mistakes. And, and that's why, um, you know, you see at the NFL level guys playing that, that went to an FCS college or a Division II 
program. I mean, it doesn't happen as often, but but certainly this is not a perfect science, and there's no there's no one end all be all that is going to paint the picture. Um, you know, I would also say that there's a misconception that that kids need to pay inordinate amounts of money in order to have a chance to be noticed um, or, or to get exposure. I mean, that from a high school teacher and coach perspective, that's always been a big thing that I've tried to champion with, with families that I used to mentor and that I now run into even today in this new role is that, look, you know, with the information that's out there, if you, if you are doing the right thing by your high school coach, if you're playing well um, on the field, if, if you're making good decisions, and, and, and of course, if you are, you know, going to certain events um, that, that, can, that can allow colleges to see you, um, you're going to have a good chance of being recruited if you're good enough. What ends up happening sometimes is that a lot of money gets spent um, on expectations and hopes and that somehow if we pay enough or that if we do enough specialized training, that that will equal a, a college football scholarship. And it's just not the case. Um, you, you, you don't necessarily will your way into being the caliber of athlete um, that, that can play at the division. Well, I'll use myself as an example. When I came out of high school, I was, I was on a very successful football program. We went undefeated my senior year. I played with a quarterback that received every offer in the country and ended up being the quarterback at Florida. But, you know, I was 6'3 and, and, and 220 pounds, um, and I wasn't going to play Division One football at my size. Um, and it was just a reality. I didn't meet the parameters. No matter how good I was, what program I came from, what my grades were, I wasn't a Division One program. And it wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered how much money I spent or how many camps I went to. Um, and, and I just feel like sometimes we get down this path, and it's a bit dangerous. You know, families invest in 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 that uh you know that side of things and 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 they're they're just kind of chasing false hope now it doesn't mean to say that there aren't a lot of opportunities for kids to be able to play football at the next level beyond division one and, and that's the other thing too is there are really great football players and athletes that play fcs football that play division two even division three and and just the opportunity to play at the next level is is really a a, a blessing and and it shows that you're special uh, as a high school football player. Now, have you heard from your clients who have been using your system for the past two years? How are they generally pleased? Are they excited? Are they seeing results here early? What, what's the general feedback that you guys have been getting from these top college programs about your system and how tracking football is helping them assess recruits on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, I mean, you know, we are still considered a startup company, but but we've identified very early that that our 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 lifeline is going to be renewals, right? So it's not a matter of whether we can sell a, a program for the first time. It's a matter of after a year on our service, do will they retain service? And 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 sometimes there are just circumstances that you can't plan for people leaving that were champions of your service then go someplace else and so on but for the most part we've had a really high percentage of retention so far and, and what's really neat about the feedback that we receive is that everybody's using us in a, in a bit of a different way you know so you know people get on our site and they go and identify prospects so maybe they do a search and they say okay well i want to find guys that that are zero stars or two stars but that have division one football offers and have athletic scores above this certain level um and they'll they'll do those searches and then they're actually identifying people that they wouldn't have otherwise known about on the other hand they'll they'll know about the people because they've heard their name or they've they've gotten them on another list and then they'll look them up on our system they'll say, i'd like to see how this kid's 
um, you know, long jump data compares to the other people that also have long jump data that I am, that I am recruiting. And, and so they'll, they'll use it to verify. Even other people will say, all right, I have these starting defensive linemen over the past five years, and I can look them up in tracking football's database. I can model what did those guys have in common. Were they certain height and weight ranges? Did they have certain athletic scores in common? Did they actually do certain other sports? And then they'll use that as a way to then search the high school database so that they can find people that, that from a model standpoint, fit the athletic traits of their starters. And then even even beyond that now, it's been interesting because things that we never would have thought of, teams are doing. Like one of our one of our big SEC programs is is using us to to actually scout their opponents on a weekly basis during the season because they can actually pull up that opponent's roster in our backlog, look at all the athletic scores of people on that roster, and then they can actually put that into their their weekly scouting report as uh, as things that they can can scheme and, and strategize off of. So um, I think that our clients are pleased. I think we are innovating the space. I think we've disrupted um, uh, to some extent within the space, but we've got a lot of work to go. I mean, we, we, we certainly are very proud of where we are and uh, that we are in every Power Five conference and, and also in some Group of Five conferences as well. But but we certainly want to continue to grow. And one of the things that we would really like to do in the next year is uh, is even dip into – um, FCS level programs and have some products for them. Yeah, you know, final question here. I can't let you go. Uh, we're an IU football podcast. We got to talk about a little bit IU football here. Now, you and Tom Allen actually come from similar worlds here. You come from the high school coaching ranks and one of the top conferences for high school football in the country, the MIC Conference. Uh, Tom Allen, of course, at Ben Davis. You were at Carmel. Talk to me about your outside thoughts on this IU football program their recruiting tactics i know they're really going an in-state uh goal here and i know you kind of have experience coaching in the state of indiana what do you think of tom allen's approach to this iu football program in his first few years here as the iu football head coach oh what's funny is i i've known tom allen or at least known of him since i was a junior in high school because my bloomington south panthers hosted his ben davis giants in uh, 1997 um, and we beat him pretty handily, actually. And so I remind <laughs> Coach of that every time I see him. But I think Coach Allen's a, a really great person. Um, he's done a tremendous job throughout his career. And he's certainly a champion of uh, multi-sport participation, that's for sure. He's actually got a, a big wrestling background um, himself. And uh, and so he, he certainly um, takes pride in, in bringing in you know, people that, that, that have shown athletic traits, maybe not just in football. Uh, IU was actually a client of ours for most of this past recruiting cycle. They, they have fallen off since and, and they haven't come back in. But um, from, for a lot of this recruiting cycle, um, IU was actually using track and football. So, um, you know, I, I think that, that they have, from our data's standpoint, certainly this 2019 class has is looking um, uh, improved in the athletic scores that, that we provide. They're bringing in guys um, who, who have a track and field background and whose track and field background is, is a little more impressive maybe than, than what past classes have looked like. But um, I really like that staff. We, we've met multiple of their assistant coaches and have nothing but nice things to say about them. And, and certainly I was at, a, um, at the IFCA uh, clinic, which is the Indiana Football Coaches Association, 
uh, right when Coach Allen first got the IU job and, and he came up on stage and they had allowed all of the, the state universities to come up and speak to the high school coaches. And I, I remember vividly him standing on stage uh, at that time saying, you know, one of my biggest priorities is, is to bring to bring in, you know, the best talent from Indiana. Um, and, and he talked directly to the high school coaches about that. And, and I know that that's certainly something that, that they, that they look to do, but at the same time, um, you know, they've, Indiana has, has even almost an international flair. There's a kid on, on their, in their class that that's from Ontario originally and people from Florida, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Maryland, uh, Wisconsin, Missouri. Uh, and, and so they're, they're going out and they're trying to find, you know, the best fit for their program, certainly. And then the last thing I'll say on that is, is I'm, I've also been impressed. There's a, a strength coach that they have there named David Ballou. Um, and David Ballou was the strength coach at, at Avon for a really long time. And even when I was uh, still coaching at Carmel, I used to talk to David Ballou a lot. He, uh, he went to IMG with, with Coach Wright, who you probably remember from Carmel, and then uh, from there went to Notre Dame. And now he's the head strength coach at Indiana. So, on top of uh, improved recruiting, I've also seen that, that they seem to be improving the way that they're developing their athletes through their strength and conditioning, and they're doing it in some pretty innovative ways. Well, Spill, thank you so much for the time today. I, I mean, from a personal level, one, I, it's just great to see what you're doing now. I mean, tracking football has absolutely exploded. Uh, but just as a mentor to me, you, you're the reason I'm here today doing what I'm doing. So uh, thank you so much for all you do. Thanks so much for hopping on, and thanks so much for providing your insight today. Anytime, Griff. Appreciate it, and keep up the great work, man. Hey, if you like what you just heard on our podcast, you can actually hear more of us. Go ahead and check us out on iTunes for the Kirkwood Sports Podcast, or search for us on SoundCloud with the same name, the Kirkwood Sports Podcast. Super easy to find. We'll see you there.